Ready? I was born ready. Let's go. I'm not ready. All right, I'm ready. Hi, I'm Mike Butler. I'm Mike Field. And this is a Forgotten Cinema Spotlight on Michael Mann Films. Was I supposed to say it with you? No, that's oh, Okay. <laughs> so, you know, we've only done three in the actual show. We've done Collateral, Thief, and Miami Vice. So why not? We're just going to do them all now. <laughs> so we're just going to um, We clearly like Michael Mann here at Forgotten Cinema. Um, we have a, a poster of him set up so we can look at it now. Uh, so Mike, why don't you kick us off with um, uh, a movie that we have not talked about. I guess we can talk about the other movies that we talked about. We don't want to, I don't want to rehash stuff we said before, but well, I mean, I, you know what? Let me just ask you this. Why do you like Michael Mann? Like, what do you like Ooh. about his movies? How about that? I like the way he films things. I like the way he places you in the world, like that he uses locations, that he uses background characters, that he studies his material, that he really places you in a realistic, true version of whatever he's going to do. And usually it's some kind of criminal world or some kind of seedy uh, thing or, or a, a place on the world that you don't normally go to or see or experience in a realistic, true way. Like when he's presenting it, you know, that's kind of... A slightly heightened but mostly real version of what your characters are going through. There's definitely an authenticity to his storytelling when, like, you know, you have a thief when you actually have James Conn, you know, training with real life thieves. And, you know, For sure. you, know, you have in the opening of the movie, he is breaking into a safe, legit breaking into a safe. And that, that you just, the fact that you know that is fantastic. Uh, we talked about in Miami Vice when they are shooting on locations that people are afraid to go down and he's hiring street gang uh, members to, be their security. Yeah. yeah. No. So there, you definitely going into a movie that he has directed or written, you know, that the research has been done and what you're seeing on screen, like you said, is still obviously heightened, but it's realistic enough. And I think there's an appreciation there that you believe what you're seeing. Like, you, you know what I mean? Absolutely. Like, yeah. Not to go back to my advice again, but you know, he's talking about the drug trade, as you as you mentioned in that episode, you know, how the how the drugs come into the country, how they get into the port, what they do, like all that stuff, like the machinations behind that. I use that word again. But you know, that's something that when you watch this, you're just like, Yeah, okay. I I he's obviously knows his stuff. Yeah, so I think that's real. You're yeah. connected to it. You're like, absolutely. okay. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh so there's one movie that we're gonna talk I'm gonna talk about right now because I have not seen, and okay. that's the keep. Do you know about the keep? So this is one of his, this is, if not his first one, it's one of his first, it's, it's after thief. It's, um, it's a horror movie. It's like this weird, strange horror slash, uh, fantasy movie that takes place during world war two. And it's, it's the cut that's out there is not his cut. Okay. So if you watch it, you just kind of be like, eh, and it's short because <laughs> the, the studio just cut it up. But I really wish, I really hope and pray and wish that the that the original cut is somehow show somehow reveals itself because I want to see it. It's just <laughs> I hear it's just it basically deals with uh, a group of Nazi soldiers who are looking for a treasure uh, in this mountain, this uh, Romanian mountain, and it just it's like they unleash like this like hell beast or something like that. It's, <laughs> I want to see it, but I but I, I didn't know if you had ever saw it. I've never seen this. Okay, film. no, no, no. Yeah, but we can talk about the other ones that people know. Yeah, we can talk about the other ones that people know about. I mean, we want to talk a little bit about Manhunter. 
Uh, just the because very first Hannibal Lecter. Film. Well, that's the thing. You know, when everyone talks about Hannibal Lecter, they always think like, oh, you know, obviously the Hannibal show, which we always love, oh, yeah. but also, you know, the Sauce of the Lambs or maybe the Red Dragon or what was the Hannibal. Hannibal. Yeah. Yep. But many, I don't think a lot of people remember that Manhunter was first. Yep. With William Peterson. When did you see that movie? Uh, how long, how long ago have you seen that film? Ooh, it was a while ago that I've yeah. seen Manhunter, but I have, I think I watched Manhunter a little after I finally saw Silence of the Lambs. Mm -hmm. And then I was like, oh, so it's like a, it's like the first one though. That's interesting. So I watched that. But Brian Cox is obviously Hannibal Lecter. It's, it's, uh, it's a different kind of movie. Yeah. It's not really about him. You know what I mean? It's I'm more in Manhunter. I'm more into the Willem Peterson character of For Will sure. Graham. Yeah. Uh, which, you know, in Red Dragon, they kind of do the same storyline uh, a little bit in Red Dragon with Ed Norton. Right when he he plays Red Dragon is yeah. supposed to be this this storyline. Yeah, this book. so yeah. they kind of do it a little bit. But I really liked Peterson and Manhunter. I Manhunter is like that's the first time you see uh, the guy in the wheelchair being you know coming down to fight. Like that's always the image you see yeah. in Manhunter. Like you know obviously they redo that in the Hannibal series, uh, but it's for a different reason. But like I always remember that moment in Manhunter. Um, you know, in terms of of just that film, for sure. Yeah, yeah. Obviously, I, I could talk for days about uh, Collateral, but another movie I don't think a lot of people realize is a Michael Mann film is Ali. Yeah. And Ali is a very good film. Uh, and obviously, a lot of that's carried on by Will Smith's portrayal of Muhammad Ali and all that. But I think that that's a really, really good film. Uh, slightly different from most of his normal fare, where his normal fare is kind of crime and the underbelly of things. And this is more of a historical look at this this great uh, figure. And I think that a lot of this film is really good. And it's another film that has Jamie Foxx in it. This is actually the first film uh, where he and Jamie Foxx work together. Right, right. Yeah, because then he goes on to do Collateral and then obviously Miami Vice, right? Because Collateral is before Miami Vice. Correct, right? yeah. Yeah. But no, I think I think Ali is looked over as being a Michael Mann film, as being seen as a Will Smith film. Because obviously Will Smith is such a, uh, such a character, such a, a, like, uh, such a member of the Hollywood elite at this point that when you like he's one of those actors where you go to see the new will smith movie um but i think that let's overlook that a lot of the reason that ali works is because of michael mann's direction and the way it's shot it's not just your typical like rocky boxing movie it really is a character study well i think ali excuse me i think will smith you know wanted to play ali big time so i don't know if it was will smith or man who was first attached to the film right so i i, I don't know um you know, because I, I I just don't know, but like obviously it's it's really good casting. So I think that's why people, like you said, Will Smith is a bigger star. So that's why people always just equate him with Ali. Oh yeah, I think people forget that Jimmy Fox is in the movie. Quite honestly, he's such a good. I mean, yes, because your focus is on Muhammad Ali, but his right. character is so interesting and so he becomes so down at his luck toward the end that it's it's really interesting to see his character of uh, mm -hmm. Drew Boudini Brown. You know, uh, and his like drug addiction, mm -hmm. you know, against his uh, Jewish faith. And it's interesting to see a, a black American man as a, as a Jewish person. Mm -hmm. It just the whole movie is just really, really well done. And like you said, has a great ensemble cast. Yeah. It's not just Will Smith, but it's Mario Van Peebles, John Voight's in this movie, Jeffrey Wright, uh, even Jada Pinkett Smith's in this movie as well. So. Who's that? I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, you know, he, he, his later stuff like Public Enemies, uh, Black Hat, they're not as, I mean, Thief is really good and Heat is really good. 
uh, you know, you know, I would say I'm not saying they're like them, but I don't I think he hasn't really. It just seems like there's a lot of they overlook him. Maybe I think maybe they overlook his Michael Mann's style or they overlook his contribution to what's on screen. Oh, for sure. I yeah. think he's judged. A, I think I don't think he is a director who is. I know he writes a lot of his stuff, but I don't view him as a director. So just as a screenwriter, you know what I mean? Like I don't, I view him like, I think of him as a, as a visual director. Right. Not as a writer. For yeah. Sure. So I wonder if it, I mean, maybe it's just, it's not his process, but I wonder if, or, or how his stuff would look or how his movies would be viewed. If he would just came in as a director, you know what I mean? Instead of just kind of like, you know, building it from scratch or, or, getting a writing partner and writing it out. So yeah, I just, I just always view him as a visual director more than anything. That's probably what I'm trying to say. <laughs> so one of the things I really like about Michael Mann is a, a quote that he uh, said during one of the featurettes in the collateral DVD, where he talks about, you know, making that film and how he's never been on another set other than his own. He doesn't know how other directors do it or how the right way to direct is. He only knows his way. I remember that. Yeah, uh, And I think that's a really good quote. And I think that maybe that's why his, directing style and why his films are always kind of uniquely his for the most part mm -hmm. because he only knows his own way and doesn't kind of adhere to a set of rules that maybe some cookie, uh, cookie cutter type directors might. And I think that really heightens his films and makes them unique. He always just produces his films too. So he does. But yeah. The other thing too, like he was in, he did a big, you know, the insider, which was a big time Oscar contender, a big time Oscar film. Right. Uh, you know, with Al Pacino and Christopher Plummer uh, and even uh, Russell Crowe, obviously Russell Crowe, he plays the insider. <laughs> but, um, you know, so he it's not like he's doing these movies that are outside of the Hollywood realm. You know what I mean? Oh, not at all. I think yeah. they're completely the Hollywood. I mean, he everyone talks about heat. Public enemies had just a bunch of just big actors. It's not mm -hmm. like he doesn't get these actors. I mean, Black Hat, although I do think that is probably his weakest film. Right. Of the films that I've seen. It still has Chris Hemsworth hot off of Thor. Um, hot off of Thor. <laughs> and trying to be topical with, you know, computer hacking and all that. Uh, although right. I think it, it fails on a lot of levels. I think that, you know, that is still a, a Hollywood type film. So he does these Hollywood type films, but that are uniquely his and do have this grit and uniqueness that is also something that maybe the Hollywood elite, like critically acclaimed kind of film as well. Right. He tries to blend it. And I think he does a very good job most of the time. So he's probably more of a filmmaker that brings the, uh, brings the material to the studio. This is what I want to do. This is what I would like to do. I would like to do this. Oh, I feel like I want to explore this. Yeah. They don't, they don't, it's not like, Hey, we got this. You want to join on, you know, like, which you listen, there's plenty of filmmakers like that. So that's not anything un, unheard of. So yeah, no, that's yeah. I mean, would you compare, could you compare? So, cause he's been around for a while, obviously. Do you, can you think of somebody who is fairly new that has his style? That pose you hear is both the thinking. I don't think so. I, I think maybe there's, he's got his own style. You know what I mean? He is very much, there's people that do gritty. There's people that do, I think he's embraced digital a lot more than a lot of other people have. Which is interesting because he's an older director, but yes, I think he's definitely gone on the digital right. bandwagon and that's great because his films are kind of unique in that way. They're they're It's like, it's dirty. It's like digital dirty. It's like, you know, you, you there's, they're, they're dirty. We talked about this with the Miami Vice, you know, but like, I can't see Miami Vice being shot anything other than 
with the digital camera just Not because it adds it. To, yeah, yeah sure, that's what I'm yeah. saying. The same thing in collateral. Uh, I don't know if there's any directors out there that have the uh, confidence to do that. I mean, like a movie like Paranormal Activity that looks that way because it but that's the that's the style of that movie yeah but like he specifically says i know it's it looks gonna look like this i don't care i like it i want to use it and it doesn't matter right yeah i think that another director that's similar in style like the closest that i can think of would be antoine fuqua yeah but i combining that kind of grip with that kind of hollywoodness i think that he does a really good job of that kind of stuff i just equate fuqua as an action director a lot of times which is not a slight i just always he does a lot i think he does action really well he does do action but he can do a drama like he did southpaw and southpaw is pretty i don't mean it and like i said i don't mean like i don't mean in a way that he can't do it i just always uh his action is always well done where i always just equate that with like oh he's a good action director for sure yeah so no that's that's the only reason why i say that about fuqua i mean michael mann i always equate michael mann with um the grit obviously the, what we just talked about in terms of the look of the movie but also he does like you know the gunplay scenes they're just really well heat's always the one that stands out oh that heat, the gunfight and heat is and awesome. miami vice one is good too the unrated version uh so you know it's just he always does that well it's always visceral and real and you're there especially in the miami vice one where they've got the camera moving and it's got fake blood all over it and you know what i mean well, like, which is another yeah. thing you can only do with digital because you need that light smaller camera right, that can right. do that and yeah that's it's so, like you said, visceral and so unique. And especially at that time, it was just keeping the camera over and going to that other shot. Mm-hmm. Other directors would go, no, not at all. That's dirty. That's, that's not. Smooth. Yeah. 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 And it's like, you know, that's just a guy walking to the next guy, you know, you can clearly like kind of take yeah. you out. You can see that's camera operator, but because the blood's there and it gives you a documentary feel, you don't care. You're into that. Yeah, absolutely. You're you're in the moment. Like we talk, I talk about all the time. I think on this podcast, and if anyone will listen, about how Steven Spielberg uses the camera as an organic uh, storytelling uh, device, where it's like it, the the camera is part of the of the scene for sure. Same thing here with Michael Mann. So it's like you can't, you know, I can't sit here and tell and praise Spielberg for doing it and not praise Mann for doing it. it yeah. Well, so they're both opposite ends of the spectrum. I think yeah. though, in terms of how they use the camera, Spielberg's is very smooth. No, no, no. I, but yeah, I'm not talking about their style, Just their the technique that they, that do they use, the camera use like it. That. Yes. Yeah. No, yeah. no, they have different styles. Absolutely. All right. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't know how long this episode is. So, uh, <laughs> at this point, neither do I. Um, well, you know, I, I, rec- I still want to see the keep. Uh, if anyone has a bootleg, uh, long version of the keep, send it my way. I'm, I'm all in for that. Uh, man, if no one does, that film is definitely degraded. At I point. do not want to watch that. I don't want it to be ruined. I don't want to watch the crummy one and then have to be like, ugh, this is what I got in my head. <laughs> I want to watch the one that's that he cut, but you know, uh, yeah, I would, I, th- if you were, how about this, before, how we ended, if someone is, I, I, I'm Joe filmmaker and I want to make movies and, mm-hmm. uh, and, you know, I heard Michael Mann's good, but I've never seen any of his films besides Collateral. <laughs> yeah, I know. What movie would you... How about this? Give me three movies of his that you would suggest to them, not one, because I know you're going to say Collateral, right. so just say Collateral. So uh, let me do Collateral last, and I'll explain why Collateral. But I would say Heat, it's a classic. Um, then I would say probably Thief. And then I would say Collateral. Okay. So Heat's obviously a classic, the way the story's done, the way the action is, the way the dialogue is. Um, it's definitely a little bit more Hollywood. It's definitely got some more money behind it for sure. I mean, not that, you know, Collateral and Thief didn't have money behind it. But sure, sure, sure. Heat feels like a Hollywood story, but Heat's really going to get you into Michael Mann because I don't think it's a, a leap from anything else you've seen. 
thief is obviously you know that they're doing the things you know that um james Conn and his crew have practiced you know safe cracking and all this and that he's done his his homework and in this world and it's so well done and well acted and it really keeps you involved and then i would say collateral obviously is the number one he's filming digital he uses regular lighting for most of the night shots and he's filming at night and it's a smaller more intimate film that i think a newer director you know joe blow mr um, i want to start as a hollywood director joe filmmaker here like you can do collateral it, it obviously they had a big budget and they were able to like do half cut and half cars and film it in certain ways but the lighting's real the digital cameras it's just about having a good story having a good believable world and immersing your actors in the trade that they are portraying so that when they're doing something it's second nature and it doesn't seem like they're acting their professions mm -hmm. uh and i think that comes off perfectly with jamie fox as the taxi driver and tom cruise as the assassin yeah all the cops all that kind of stuff and it's small and intimate but it's exciting and visceral and i think that it's something that my Miami Vice height is does a little better in some ways and does worse in other ways, but it's still a type of film that is really, really cool and something that is kind of modern, ushering in that kind of digital age of filmmaking and what you can do with a, a digital camera and stuff like that. Cool. Nice. All right. So, uh, yeah, nice answer. Um, <laughs> so I would say, you know, if you want us to go, you want to hear about a little bit more in depth about what we talk about, uh, check out our thief episode. Uh, you can also check out our collateral episode. And then obviously our more, most recent one, our Miami vice episode where we kind of get into the movies a little bit more and there's more Michael Mann praise talk. So, uh, you know, sorry you for you. that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. And, then, uh, yeah. So thanks for listening to this bonus episode. Uh, we will see you later on Mike field. I'm Mike Butler. And this is forgotten cinema.